much for the rum, Christopher. No problem, Christopher. <laughs> ah, hello. Sorry, listeners, you've caught us in the middle of our little festive drink. Ooh. Ooh, namaste. Um, I forgot what the start of the pod. Hello and welcome to a very festive episode of Stone Bold Crazy, a podcast, a monthly podcast that brings you the best, worst and ugly... <laughs> good, good. It brings you stuff. We talk about rock, metal, and alternative music. Yeah, and other stuff. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Savile, sometimes Boris Johnson, yeah. sometimes DVDs, sometimes. Why did they try and make us wear three D glasses at the cinema? It doesn't work. No one likes it. And other things. <laughs> It just popped into my head. Why did they ever make us do that? I don't know. And they charge us more. Anyway. uh, And you have to give them back as well. I know. Bollocks. I've got hundreds of them in the car. Have you? Hundreds. Hundreds of them at the car. At the car. I leave them in a bag next to the car. (laughs) Just in case there's a 3D emergency. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck me. It started off really well. It has. Um, Firstly... Guys, gals, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, apologies for the audio on the last podcast. Uh, the the audio demons just had the better of us, basically. Yes, and she we, was a twat. We couldn't figure out how to get it better than that. No, so we're, we're old and, and not good at the technology things. No, so me and Chris have smashed up 15 laptops and kicked a dog to death mm. because of that. So um, but it's uh, your fault like, for wanting better. Like, we're... Like, like a little bit behind the curtain. We're recording this episode. Yeah. Even though you know it's Christmas Eve and uh-huh. you get you're getting it now. Uh-huh. We're recording this episode after we recorded episode three. Yeah. Um. So, as as you know, when we started recording episode three, you knew that we we didn't have to go to work tomorrow. So, um, we drank some dragon juice and mm. and stuff mm-hmm. and. Um, we're I don't know we're about it's about uh, four hours in yeah and we're, we're we're and we're about a liter of Kirkland spiced rum in now as well yeah basically set your expectations low mm. um and they will still be disappointed so yeah. um anyway welcome on today's episode we are going <laughs> <laughs> we. We are going to round out the year with our top 10 albums of this year. So I've got 10 albums. Chris has got 10 albums. uh, A few honourable mentions that we want to just discuss. And then we're going to go into the Stone Bowl Crazy Awards, the inaugural Inaugural awards. This is our first year. They are going to become bigger than the Oscars in the sense that we have six categories. In the sense that we've got six categories. Yeah. And the uh, Oscars have got four categories, haven't they? I I believe it's so. It's the Will Smith Award. The for... Will Smith for Smacking People on Stage Award. Yeah. The Jada Pinkett Smith for Goading Her Husband into, into Smacking, smacking People, people award. award. And the Chris Rock Award for Man Who Should Have Knocked Some Cunt Out But Didn't Because He's a Nice Bloke Award. Yeah, how how we how we pet? <laughs> so we have no idea how long this is going to take, but unfortunately, it could be 
You've pressed play. It could be play. 10 minutes. It could be three hours. We yeah. honestly don't know. So you guys have pressed play. So gutted, you're in it for the long haul. Yeah, you, 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 you're you you're sticking with us. And the, even if you don't spend end. more than 10 minutes with us, <clears throat> we still get the uh, the uh, kudos via Spotify. So yeah. gutted, you pieces of shit. Unless you've cut off at nine minutes and 59 seconds. And then fuck you. Yeah, Why would you do that? That's just uh, being an asshole. Yeah. Just don't listen in the first place. See shit. Right, anyway. Christopher. How are How has 2022 fared for you in terms of rock, metal and alternative music? Has it been a good year? It's been pretty reasonable, I'd say. Yeah. It's been all right. Um, I struggled a bit with my top ten. Pourquoi? I... Like, my top, like, five was easy, mm. but then sort of, like, you know, sort of six to ten was a bit difficult, I think. Mm. Uh, I kept chopping and changing, bringing stuff in and stuff out. and But um, I think I think I'm there. I think I'm good. I think I've got it. I think, I think it's pretty solid. I think it's been a weird year, I think. Um, there's been some really mm. fucking, really solid albums i think there's been some really good music this year i don't necessarily think there's been uh a consistently brilliant year for big bands i think a lot of well you guys will see that i think a lot of the the best music has been made from underground or smaller bands i think you know the the some of it for sure yeah the big bands the lamb of gods and people like that haven't for my money haven't no, like, goods. like Lamb of God, as an example, didn't even make it into my consideration. No, nor mine, which is um, why I used them. Yeah. Clever like that. Which? Or Disturbed. Is... I mean, what a tragic... Dis- Dis- Disturbed never made it into my consideration for like a top ten album. Good, because but... otherwise that would be the end of this podcast. <laughs> but Nickelback are on there. No. I hope they're not. No, I really no, hope they're not. No, of course they're not. Unless you've just got Burn It to the Ground. The one... <laughs> I've not heard it. Is it good? <laughs> oh dear. It's really fucking hell. He's drunk far too much. This is probably this is probably why the previous recording sounded a bit shit. No, I think the last recording sounded wonderful, other than the fact yeah. that the audio demons, gremlins Oh, it was their fault, wasn't it? Yeah, pieces yeah. of shit. Fuck you guys. Uh so this is obviously uh, coming to you on Christmas Eve, so yeah. uh, we hope you have a lovely Christmas. Happy and Christmas, a... shit fucks. Yeah, shit fucks. <laughs> and a wonderful New Year. Um, have a shit New in Year. In the New Year, uh, we are going to start the New Year, because there's not a lot coming out in January. We're going to start the New Year with our sort of predictions, hopes and... Uh, dreams. <laughs> dreams and dreams. Uh, for like most anticipated albums of January. Mm. Um, the other thing we would like to do is we'd like to start our Patreon page and we would like to start using that to do our specials. So every couple of weeks, rather than the monthly podcast, every couple of weeks we'll do a a special, um, on a topic, an album, a suggestion, an artist, a question, whatever, really, uh, it'd be a bit of a free for all. Um, I was thinking that maybe we get some listeners on yeah to um yeah, yeah, to yeah, jump cool. in and 
maybe you know rep for their favorite band and yeah. tell us why they think that that's such a vital band to listen to and then mm-hmm. i can tell them that they're daft cunts yeah because you have no taste well unless they bring unless brian harvey comes on brian if you're there i'll tell you now like i'd gladly welcome brian harvey i reckon for a tenner we can get him studio. on 10 quid i that the much? man run himself over the, with a potato or something <laughs> with a potato. <laughs> it, i think he'd just come in for the two pint of rum yeah i mean they follow us on instagram even though i gave them do. shit so of course they do yeah i reckon they, we can get they the love whole... us we're big with e17 we're, we're big in the e17 crew so uh, yeah cool. right. so on to today's Ooh. episode obviously it's the big one um it's our top 10 albums of 2022 we would really love to know whether you guys disagree or agree or what your top 10 albums are so you can find us on at stonebowl crazy on instagram facebook and twitter you can also find us at stonebowlcrazy.co.uk and you can email us at stonebowlcrazy at gmail.com although i very rarely respond so <laughs> probably use the social media because Chris will see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do um, my best to post on social media. And I actively avoid it. But um, you know, we've got we've got lives and things, you know what I mean? So let's not take the piss. And I don't care about any of you. <laughs> <laughs> or your opinions or your lives. Right, let's move on to our more important people and things other than you, scum. Oh, God, he's gone off on one again. Do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our favourite album of the year. Have you got some honourable mentions? Stuff that were consideration but didn't make it into your top ten? I have. I have. So <clears throat> I have got five, actually, five oh, okay. albums that were very, very close to being my top ten um, and I either loved at the time and forgot about or didn't go back to or they made a bit of an impact and didn't stick um but i will go through them so the first of those is vayner fm okay i've not listened to the new album so the new album this world is going to ruin you so vayne fm formerly called vane um were massively tipped like their first album they were massively tipped to be this huge great big band they were in that kind of slipknot code orange kind of uh noisy aggro hardcore metal kind of uh genre really good first album uh this world is going to ruin you is probably a step up it's a much better album a bit more concise it's a bit less frantic and scatty um but I think with all of these types of bands, you are now releasing albums in the wake of Underneath by Code Orange. Yeah. So you're always going to be compared to, for my money, the best band in the world right now. <clears throat> and Vane FM released a really good album this year, but they've so clearly cemented themselves into that kind of code orangey kind of world yeah 
unfortunately, you're just going to pale in comparison because Code Orange are, as I've said, the best band out there at the minute. So I think <clears throat> that's a that's a good that's a good good one. I haven't listened to that album. I must do, and that kind of um, falls into the wheelhouse of of one of the albums that just didn't quite make it into my top ten. Um, it's the new the new album Pain Remains by Lorna Shaw. Yeah, Can yeah, listen to that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've actually been around for quite a while. Um, they they've were only at, become big recently. Yeah, though, yeah, re- more recently. Um, they were at Bloodstock this year, um, and the new album is oh, it's 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 fucking great. I hear really good things. It's but really good. I tried listening to it, and then the pig squeal shit piss, pisses me off. It always pisses me off, no matter how good the band are. That red. Yeah, and I'm like, no. I think I don't. I want to say I don't think they've got their original singer anymore. Um, it's a it's a a different singer now to to what they had originally. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a good fucking album. Mm. It's definitely worth a listen. What's the album called? Uh, it's called Pain Remains. Pain Remains. After what? Um, a a tattoo, a colostomy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Kick in the head. When you got punched in the face in the boxing. Nah, that's not. <laughs> Mad. It's not what you said earlier. Well, I, yeah, I did out for a bit. It went off pretty quickly, but then that was probably the concussion. <laughs> or coma. <laughs> so what's your, what's your next honourable mention? Next honourable mention. Completely, well, not completely different uh, vibe. Um, but my next honourable mention is Backwash. Ooh. And an album called His Happiness Shall Come First Even Though We Are Suffering. Uh, so Backwash is a, uh, a, a trans rapper. Um, she has got three albums. This is the third album of hers. Um, the last two albums, um, they've, they've both got equally long and complicated and ridiculous names were fucking fantastic and this one has followed suit she like basically she is the angriest fucking cunt (laughs) i've ever heard like i say rap and people go oh yeah yeah i've heard stormzy i've heard like little nas x or whatever it's nothing like that she is clearly a massive metalhead like a lot of her um music has got she samples Black Sabbath on the last album. Cool. Samples Black Sabbath. Like she uh, takes riffs from various metal bands and stuff and weaves them into her music. Everything's hyper aggressive. Um, even a rapping style. Like she'll st- like not just spit lyrics, but fully like death metal style scream lyrics. Ooh. And if she ever wanted to be in a death metal band or a fucking black metal band, she would absolutely smash it. Like her growly vocals are horrifically heavy Mm. and she'll mix that in with like really cool, um, like flows and beats and stuff like that. She can rap like, no, like really rap, but she can also scream and there's a, there's a, a growing trend recently in recent years of female um f- 
front women mm. of bands now that 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 can just fucking belt out the screams and howls and and the the growls. Yeah. Um. And if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't even realise it was a a female. No, hundred percent. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Which which kind of leads me into one of my um. Uh, honourable mentions is the new album by Venom Prison. Oh, Rebos. I mean, that is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's fucking great. That's one of the albums when I was working out my top 10 that kept popping in and out. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, because it's difficult to, especially them last few places, difficult to, to kind of put them in any kind of order. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that new album by them is a, is fucking great. It's a hell of a step up. It's more professional. It's more. It's tighter. It's 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 really good. Well, it's funny you say uh, about that album because just before we started recording this, Chris mentioned. Well, Chris put Venom Prison as mm. we were fucking about with the last pod. Put that album on, and I was like, "Oh no!" And I completely forgot about this album, yeah. and that is why it's not in my top ten. Yeah, but that is why it's an honourable mention for me is because this came out really early doors. I think this was like February or March, something like that. It no, was really sure. early this year, but I could not stop listening to this at the time, and I saw Venom Prison um, supporting, and what a bill! There was, I'm pretty sure it was Venom Prison, Power Trip, Code Orange, and Trivium. Fucking hell! Yeah. And we got there just for the last three songs of Venom Prison. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> these are good. Um, and the last out was Samsara was the last album. And it was really fucking good. But I don't know. There was something about it. It was just maybe, maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm not hard enough or whatever. But it was just a bit too abrasive. And there was just not enough. Uh, maybe not enough melody or not enough of a hook in things for me. But this, Erebos, just, there's so many hooks in it. Like, if you can get past the screamy vocals and the death metal kind of riffing, there's such a lot of absolutely undeniable hooks in this album. It is a fucking belter. Absolute belter. Indeed. Cracker. Absolute cracker. What have you got? So, this one is a slight cheat. Cheat? Yeah, it's a slight cheat. Right. Did come out this year. Did it? 100% came out this year. Okay, so why is it a cheat then? Because it's an instrumental version of an album that came out the year before. Ah, okay. Mole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I have picked... Uh, as one of my honourable mentions, it's Diorama by Mole, the instrumental version. Talked about Mole massively on the, uh, uh, the the last couple of podcasts. Absolutely fucking love this band. And as much as I love the vocalist and the vocals, and th- this is one of those things that I I have listened to the uh, the first album, the instrumental version, just as many times as I've listened to the yeah the normal version like and it's one of those albums that i love so much when i'm at work and i'm sat there with the laptop and i'm trying to work away i'll listen to the instrumental and then on the way home from work i'll listen to it with the vocals yeah so that i can get the full like 
but I think the music in it is so beautiful and it's so well put together that yeah, I just had to mention it again. Cool. If any, if literally anyone is out there that hasn't listened to Mole, just go and listen to Mole. And if you don't like them, then don't talk to me ever. Um, my next honourable mention, which I sort of feel should have been in the top ten albums of the year, is uh the new album, um. The Sick and the Dying and the Dead by Megadeth. Oh. I know you're not a massive Megadeth fan. Chocolate um, log? No, thank you. You can eat the log. Um, I, I know you're not a massive Megadeth fan, but... That's not um, a statement. I, I've been a Megadeth fan since I was young. Uh, and I, th- I think I said to you earlier that I, I, I kind of listened to everything up until sort of 2000 odd yeah um like cryptic writings is probably one of the last albums i'd properly listened to and then i kind of everything they did after that was a bit <clears throat> naff and i wasn't really loving so much but this album is is a proper return to it's a fucking proper brilliant thrash album it's fucking excellent it's really good it's the best thing they've done in over 20 years is is brilliant um so it's (coughs) quite it's quite nice to see them make a comeback with something that is actually worthwhile quality yeah do you know what i think metal magazines metal publications and stuff in general are part of the reason that i don't like megadeth because Mm. i got into I started exploring Megadeth very, very late on. Yeah. When their heyday was way in the past. And I was reading Metal Hammer and things like that. And I think it was around the time that like 13, it might have been 13, like 13 came out. Might have been the one before that. I don't know or care. But there was a Megadeth album came out and they were like 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. This is fucking thrash perfection. And listened to it, and I was like, "This is shit! <laughs> like, this is bollocks! This sounds like an old man plucking his pubic hair, <laughs> like on a washboard. Like, this is fucking awful." But because these metal publications have to big certain records up to get money from record labels to keep going, yeah, I was just like, "This is fucking shit!" And I felt so like betrayed by metal hammer that at the time they told me that this album was a 10 out of 10 and i was like either you're a total cunt and you don't have ears or you're doing this for money well because this is wank this is the thing i i think a lot of um publications and websites you can't you you can't um like take take their reviews as as gospel because as an example, when we listened to and reviewed um, Architect's new album, yeah, you know, I did, I did have a little squiz around the internet um, to sort of kind of see what, what, um, what other other journalists. reviewers were were thinking about the album. Call because, yourself a journalist. That's what we are. Because I, because I, I listened to it. I yeah. made my views on it, and I thought. 
I mean, must be some people that think the same way as me. And I could not find a fucking bad thing that anyone said about it. Like every review I clicked on or saw was it's fucking four and a half out of five or nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 or five out of five. Mm. And I thought, where are these people coming from? Am I just in the fucking minority? It wasn't until like I kind of stumbled across some um, like message boards where there's like actual real people talking about it yeah. and fans that are actually talking about it where you would actually see some negative comments. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of the, um, yeah, a lot of the journalists for any, any of these albums, they kind of, apart from us, who will just tell you like what we fucking think. Well, yeah, because no one's paying us. So yeah, we don't give a shit. no one's paying us and no one's listening. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've been calling Five Finger Death Punch shit for years. Yeah. So, um, and they're massive. Yeah. So, literally, if you give me Fiverr, PayPal me, it's not a problem. I'll call anyone shit. Taylor <laughs> 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 oh, Swift, shit. Beyonce, got... shit. <laughs> Drake, shit. Drake, ah, oh, you mentioned Stormzy. He's bigger than me. You mentioned Drake. Yeah. Uh, on a side and my cat's on a Stormzy. Side note, so I, I saw this earlier because, although this is going out <coughs> on Christmas Eve, this is still the eighteenth of December. Don't ruin the and, magic. And uh, so tonight, where's Santa's elves? Tonight was the twenty um, fourth of December. No, Drake, it wasn't. Drake. Placed a million dollar bet Argentina were going to win. We won that bet then. Yeah, 2.7 million or something in payback. Well, well done him. Yeah. Fucking prick. Good luck to you. I uh, hope you fucking choke on your own cock, you cunt. <laughs> Any more honourable mentions before we actually yeah. get into the top ten? Yeah. Go on then. Drake's drug happy doctor. <laughs> No, the the last honourable mention for me, Chris might be angry about this, uh-uh. but we reviewed it on the podcast. I think it's a fucking cracking album. I prevail. No, no. You, you uh, don't tell me it's get the shot. It's get the shot. Merciless you, destruction. You've not put get the shot in your top ten. I have not put it in my top ten. I think it's a what? fucking belting album. What a chump. I think. It's a great album. I think it's a great hardcore album. There's some fucking banging riffs. <clears> I just think there's people that do it better this year. So, uh... Fair enough. Yeah. Well, you might not like mine either. Chocolate log? No, thank you. Stop trying to get the log in me. But for those people that can't... Obviously, this is audio. Chris has bought something called Chloe's Wafer Rolls. Oh, I didn't realise it was by Chloe. Yeah. They're hazelnut and cocoa-like... Basically, they're like uh, Milky Way magic rolls or whatever they're called, but with Nutella in them. And I love them, and I keep trying to force feed them to Chris. So if you hear chocolate roll, that's because I'm trying to shove them down his chops. I'm just happy with my rum at the moment. Um, yeah, my my last honourable mention is, um, and we mentioned this album in the uh, the uh, last episode, episode three. It's Electric Cowboy. Techno. Sorry, it's not my top ten. Don't look at me like that. Just eat your chocolate roll and just... Log. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, you know... Don't emasculate me saying it's a roll, it's it, a log. It, 
it it popped in and out as I was working out what was going in my top ten, and it is fucking great. It's a lot of fun. I think, and we were actually listening to it before we even started recording this episode. Mm. Uh, that's how much we do actually like it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I mean, it it definitely deserves a mention if it doesn't quite sneak in the top ten. I think if it, it popped in and out of your top ten, is exactly what they would want. Yeah, you're probably right. It's Say, literally the definition of a yeah. fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first Stone Bowl Crazy Award for fuckboy of a record <laughs> is Electric Callboy. It's literally, I'm singing that Spaceman song in my head Amazing. Yeah, it's fucking good. Check it out. Yeah. And I think that'll appeal to a lot of people, not just people who like metal. 100%, yeah. It's, it's really good. Um... So, should we crack on with our top tens? Let's do this. You want to do your ten? You do your ten and then Number I'll 10? do my ten? You do your ten. Okay. Go. Number ten for me is Health. With a album called Disco 4 Part 2. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay, so do you know Health? I do not. Okay, so Health, I think they're Las Vegas... They're from uh, Las Vegas or Los Angeles, one of the two. It's a Las. One of lost. the Lost, Lost of the Lasses. Yeah, they're lost. They can't find their way home. <laughs> um, so they're... Uh, uh, the best way to ex- describe them is they're a bit like Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Heavy electro stuff uh, mixed with guitars, metal, bass. Um, all of their mm-hmm. songs are fairly kind of... They on the surface they sound quite poppy and uh, sort of jolly, but they're all quite dark and dire. Um, and disco for so their last album was I think it was disco. I'm pretty sure it was disco. It might be disco three. I can't fucking remember. It was disco three. It was fucking brilliant. It it was amazing. I abs- It was about th- two or three years ago, and I absolutely loved it. Song called Strange Days was unreal. It was so good. It's like this really propulsive, like dark electro beat stuff with these heavy guitars and stuff. It's so good with these kind of the singer's got quite a sweet voice, quite a poppy, sweet voice. So, Mm -hmm. him over the he does that kind of Chino Moreno thing where he sort of floats across the top of like these really horribly dark riffs and stuff. Um. And on this, uh, I don't know if this album is a complete like remix album or if it's a new album and they've just fucked about. But every single track's got like a uh, a guest vocalist. Okay. So there's a song on there with Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Yeah. Uh, there's one with Chino. There's one with Backwash. Um, there's loads of different vocalists and every single song has got a slightly different bent on it. And they sort of fit themselves to the vocalist. Um, I can't remember the song with Randy Bly from Lamb of God, but it's the best Lamb of God song <laughs> that Randy Bly's been on this year. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. So it's honestly. better than anything off the Lamb of God album. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. It's fucking brilliant. It is slams. Hmm. Absolutely slams. Um, yeah, really, really cool. Dark electro kind of. Don't listen to it just before you go to bed because you'll have nightmares. 
but it's fucking so good. Okay, Love cool. It. Love I, that band. I can't tell Love that band. Them, so I'll check that out. Um, my number 10. I have snuck in at number 10, the new Machine Head album. Ah! Of Kingdom and Crown. <clears throat> yeah, good man. Um, which is fucking brilliant. Is it Machine Head's best? No, obviously. Uh, but it is it is still a fucking really solid fucking Machine Head album. I think if you if you compared every Machine Head album to their best, which is the Blackening, Blackening, yeah. If you compared every mm-hmm. album that they ever did to the Blackening, nothing would come anywhere near no. because you're talking about the Blackening, and which is one of the best albums in the ever in the last. 20 years I would probably say I'm just thinking about this before I actually say this on record I don't think there's a better straight out full on metal album between that and Master of Puppets and I include Pantera in that I think that the Blackening is the best Metal, full-on metal album since 1987. Don't know. I know it's my favourite metal album of all time. I think it's perfection. I think every note on that album is wonderful. And at some point, we'll probably do like a classic album or a, a, a like yeah, a, yeah. a we'll do a Machine Head special or something like that yeah, because cool. Machine Head are a band that are definitely worth talking about. Yeah, totally. and I think I could speak for <clears throat> probably eighteen hours on oh. um, the Blackening, and that would probably cover what forty percent of the record. <laughs> Because it is about eight hours long, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Eight and a half. I, I mean, Clenching the Fists of Descent, the best opening track to any album <laughs> I've heard since 1996. <laughs> like, is 15 hours long, isn't it? <laughs> it's so good, but it is like a month long. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so um, yeah, that, that's my number 10. And, um, I'm really pleased and that I'm, you put I'm, that in there. I'm glad as well because we've had a lot of albums this year from um, fucking big bands that, that haven't hit that, the mark. Yeah, that have sort of failed to, um, yeah, like you say, hit the mark. Do you so know? I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that the Machine Head album is not one of those albums. Do you know what? I'm so, I, I'm slightly embarrassed to say but i've only listened to bits of that machine head album and that is purely because catharsis had such a sort of terrible reception that it kind of put me off and i don't dislike catharsis i like like catharsis i like that i think the title track is an absolute Yeah, totally. It's and fucking amazing track. Even the even the even the album uh, the songs that people don't like, like Triple Beam. I love that. I love Triple I Beam. Oh, like when I saw them play that live, I lost yeah. my shit. That's a tune. I I really like Catharsis. I like yeah, yeah. it when I Machine Head. Good. Sorry about the pouring, pouring noise. The cram. It's cram 
from our 18 litre bottle of rum. Um, yeah, I really like Machine Head when they go full, like, bouncy, yeah. like, that kind of stuff. I'm now singing Triple Beam in my head and I'm starting to want to smash That's the beauty the of it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really pleased that you put Machine Head in there because mm. I fucking love Machine Head. And I'm gu- I'm just gutted to be honest that I didn't have enough time or energy to listen to that album. So listen to Machine Head. Yeah. Any Machine. Do head. it. Do it. Come on, do it now. Put do it, it down. Do it now. <laughs> Come on, put it on. Put it on with the little panties. Fuck it out. Sorry. Uh, Sorry about that. What's your number nine? My number nine. <laughs> um, my number nine is a British band from Scotland. Yeah, they're all fucking squash. Yeah, uh, really good album. Like probably the best metalcore. No, well, not the best metalcore. That's absolutely bollocks. We'll come to that later. The best straight up and down <clears throat> metal album. I think you'll hear this year. Bleed from within. Shrine. Mm-hmm. It is a yeah, fucking a rager. Yeah, it's a absolute great, rager. Yeah, like for years, mm-hmm. Bleed from Within have been one of those bands where they've been just behind, like Bury Tomorrow, or just behind, um, it, well, whoever you fucking want to pick. <clears throat> they've like on all bills and things like that. They've been just behind, just behind, just behind, just behind. I'm hoping. That now they go, like people go, oh, actually, no, they're the best of the bunch. Yeah. Because they are. Yeah, they yeah. have been for years as well. Yeah, fantastic. Since, um, was it the, was it Oblivion? Or was that the song? No, the song was Oblivion. I can't remember the album now. <clears throat> but it was year, It was about eight years ago they released an album and it had the song Oblivion on it. I can't be bothered to look it up, so they'll tell us. But from that point, I was like, this is the best fucking metalcore band in this country. They know how to write riffs. Yeah. Their singer can fucking scream like a cunt, <clears throat> growl like a bastard, and he can sing. And they're just they're just a complete band. They know what they want. They don't do anything like album to album. They don't go, oh, we're going to reinvent the wheel. They just do what they do yeah. flawlessly. Yeah. And this is another like example of that. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Uh, my number nine is Rammstein. Rammstein. Ziet. Yeah. Ziet. 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 You're going for Schwarzenegger again. Come on. Um, yeah. Listen to Rammstein. Yeah, I, 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 I had to get this in there. <clears throat> it's, um, again, in much the same respect with the Machine Head album, is, is it the best thing they've ever done? No. But it's still fucking great. And uh, in terms of this year, it's definitely in the top 10. It's fucking brilliant. There's some there's some fucking tunes on that album. Go on. What? Can I let you in on a secret? Hit me. I haven't listened to it. You haven't listened to the new Ramstein album? No. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because my thought process was... I got like four albums I could I should listen to. I'm pretty sure the Ramstein album's gonna sound like Ramstein. 
Yeah, it's Does it sound like Ramstein? Sounds like Ramstein. Sounds exactly like Ramstein. Cool. Right, it's number one then. <laughs> I've changed my top ten. It sounds like it's number one. I love Ramstein. <clears throat> I do. I do love Ramstein. And one of the <clears throat> best bands you will ever see live. I, I I'm gonna say it's the best band I've ever seen live. Mm, no. Top five. I'm not saying they're fifth, but they're definitely in the top five. They're they're fantastic to see live. I'm trying to think of anyone. <clears throat> Fever three three three. As much as we take the piss out of them, I saw them with all three members. That was in my top five. Uh, Ramstein, Zelanada, Guns and Roses. I cried like a baby. <laughs> I did. I, I'm not even going to lie. I cried so much. Uh, I'm not even going to say Metallica because they weren't. They were fucking fantastic, but nah. you can be wrong. It's fine. <clears throat> I'm not wrong. You are wrong. Slipknot. Ah, oh. uh, oh. uh, you say Slipknot. I've only seen Slipknot once. Oh, that, that was Corn. They, that was when they were co-headlining with Corn, and Corn fucking smashed them off the stage, all. mate. Yeah, Corn uh, were way better. Yeah, Corn, fucking phenomenal. Mm. Actually. Best band I've ever seen live, Gajira. Force of Nature absolutely smashed the planet in half. The best band live ever. Deal done. Don't talk to me again. Fuck off. We've gone on a tangent here. We've we've done we've done one. Listen of to Gojira. Features. <clears throat> Uh, Do you know what? I nearly yeah. put Gojira's album of the year this year, and then I realised that it came out last it year. Didn't come out this year. No, I know. But I, I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to put it in. I was, I was so, I just kept searching the internet just to try and prove that um, the latest Employed to Serve album came out this year, <laughs> and I just could not find anyone that would tell me it did. Unfortunately, no, it didn't. No, I know it didn't. It's a real disappointment. It's a shame we weren't doing this podcast last year. Um, well, then, what's your number eight? Sorry, that was the podcast dog going out for a smoke. <laughs> uh, my number eight, and this is going to surprise you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm having to sit up in my chair because Chris is going to slap me or I need to be on my guard for this. My number eight is The Classic Symptoms of a Broken Spirit by it's Architects. It How is... could it possibly be? Because... It's bit pants, <clears throat> mate. It is. It, it, it's not a great Architects album. It's your number eight. It's my number eight album this year. It's not better than <clears> the <throat> new Megadeth album. It fucking is. You haven't even listened to it. It's better Megadeth than album. every Megadeth album. Absolutely not. You will not ever find one other person on this planet who thinks that that album is better than every, every Megadeth album. Not conscious within three seconds of talking to me. Good. Right. What a ridiculous statement. Right. It's not the best Architects album. It's and the worst Architects right, okay. album. No, it is. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. What's the worst one? Ruin. The first one. <sighs> they were like 15. <laughs> right, but... No, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Let me Let me explain my madness here. 
it's not the best Architects album. It's not even in the contention for top three or top five, really. Mm. And I don't even think... I. I but don't even you, think it's you, the seventh. Right. You, you scored this album a three out of six. I so you're given a three out of six album, eighth best album of the fucking year. Man. I gave it three out of six at the time. I don't even think it's the seventh best album this year. But when I come to put my... my eighth for an eighth. Eighth. <laughs> eighth. When I come to put my top ten albums of the year... Mm. Right... Do I think this is better than Backwash? No. Do I think this is better than Venom Prison? No. Do I think it's better than Get the Shot? No. I, I actually don't think it's better than that. It doesn't make sense then. Right. And do I do I think it's better than Mole? Oh, Mole. My babes. <laughs> My pretty babes. I love you. I love you so, I love you so much. Mole. Call me. Call me, please. Right. But... <clears throat> No, I don't think it is. But we're talking about personal top tens. Mm. And do I keep going back to this record? Yes. I don't know why. I don't know if it's me that, either. I don't know why. I don't know if it's I'm masochistic. I don't Probably. know. If, I don't know if it's that I just maybe I want someone to stamp on my bollocks. I don't think I will ever revisit this album. But I keep going back to it. I keep going back to certain songs. You desperately want it to be good. No, but no, because I I wrote it off months ago. I, I, and particularly after I saw him live, I wrote this album off, and I wrote not the band. I didn't write the band off because I still think they're a phenomenally great band. But I wrote this album off, but I keep going back to it <clears> because <throat> I think the choruses, and I think it, that is what it boils down to. I think the choruses in a lot of the songs are so big. They're just... If you're gonna burn that bridge, then you better learn to paddle. Fucking little kid, fuck off. What a fucking it's pathetic, course. mate. You listen to I Prevail. Yes, I have. It's a fantastic bullshit. No, you don't know. Mark <clears throat> knows. I know. Mark and you are dogs, cunts. No. So anyway, that's oh, my well, fucking well, album enough, number eight. Enough. Number eight. You're not gonna like my number eight, but you wouldn't have listened. If it's to I Prevail, I'm gonna punch you in the dick. It's not I Prevail. Good. Uh, I am sticking in at number eight, which this was a surprisingly good album for this year, um, in my opinion. It's Patient Number Nine by Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. It's fucking really good. I've heard granted things. Granted, obviously, Ozzy is fucked and, you know, I guess when he's recording an album... There's all kinds of fucking auto tuning and shit going on to yeah. make him sound like Ozzy. Yeah, he um, can take a break after every word. Yeah, but <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is there is not a lot you can fault with that album. <clears throat> it's fucking really good. There's loads of um, like guest guitarist Zach Wilds on a couple of tracks on that album as well, and it it is it's really good. It's a fucking really good Ozzy album. It kind of the the best. Um, sort of in I'd, I'd kind of call like the modern era of Ozzy kind of started around the um, like No More Tears kind of um, Is that era. when he does the duet with his daughter? No, no, no that was 
But they cover. They were covering a no, song no, that he already did, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, they did. Um, uh, oh, it was changes, changes, wasn't it? Changes. Yeah. Um, no, that was a later changes. album. Um, but but since 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 like um, Osmosis, like that was a fucking brilliant album. That was fucking brilliant. Mm. Since then, every album after Osmosis was very. Uh, yeah, but by that point, he was in his fifties or sixties. Like, let's not. This new album, it fucking reminds me of the No More Tears, Osmosis, yeah. like type stuff, and it's it is it is actually really good. And I thought, Ozzy has has bought out a genuinely fucking good album. Yeah. It's going in the top ten. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think if an if an artist of his vintage, yeah, can bring out an album that is, uh, what six out of ten, yeah, like let, let let's let's say <laughs> six. I mean, okay, let's say three out of six baldy eggs. If an uh, if an artist of his his vintage can bring out an album that's mediocre to good, and if I'm scoring like, that album, it's. <clears throat> It's, it's better than a three. It's it's easily a four out of six. So okay, so it's good. If if an artist of his vintage can bring out a four or six four out of six album, yeah, you can add a fucking boldy egg to that because there's like just from the fact that he has no right. It really to be alive. He has no <laughs> right to release an album of that quality <clears throat> yeah. at his age. Now, I haven't listened to this mm-hmm. purely because, as I said to Chris off air between <clears throat> pods, well, actually, no, that ruins the aesthetic. We're really, we're, I think we've already fucking blown the fucking. No, we're recording this, this on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, uh, but as I, as I said to Chris off pod, I saw Ozzy Osbourne uh, download, I, I don't know if it was 2019 or 2020, one of the fucking 53 or 2018 it might be 2018 whenever it was people will correct me if i'm wrong which i am a lot but nobody everyone's scared to correct me because i'll punch him in the dick i'll dick punch him mcgill um <laughs> it's my speciality um but he was terrible he sounded great like when he could sing he sounded fantastic but he was so tired and old that he had to have oxygen every what minute and a half. <laughs> so most of the song was just Zach Wilde freestyling on the guitar. Ooh. But in the recording studio, and the thing is, Ozzy might be able to release <clears throat> four more albums. Yeah. Just in the studio. Yeah. But like, if he has to tour them. He's got nothing left. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got I've got mean? tickets to go and see him next year. And, and, and this is the I, thing. Like, I maybe of, a part of me like doesn't even care if he's awful. Yeah. I just really want to see him. Yeah. Part of, and and then like there's part <clears throat> of me that goes once you get to a certain age, like even Metallica and Metallica have never been anything but superb when I've seen them, despite their age. But maybe the next Metallica album should be the last one that they tour. Because Lars can't keep up. Let's be honest. 
if they ever try and do like anything from and justice or uh ride the lightning lars really struggles to keep up so maybe this is the point where they go we're, we're gonna stop touring we're just gonna release albums and then i don't know maybe a, a patreon video or a fucking live download on youtube where you can see us jamming maybe that's good enough because mm. for a band that age and actually that would also this is sorry ladies and gentlemen this is going very far away from the top tens <laughs> but maybe if those kind of bands said do you know what we're going to stop taking the touring money because we, we're not up to it anymore and we're just going to do live streams or we're just going to do this that and the other maybe that opens a door for the parkway drives the ghosts well, the architects the bring me the horizons to fucking headline those big festivals i know bring me the horizon a headline in download but maybe that opens the door for down that forces the downloads the red ins the lollapaloozas the like wackens and stuff like that to go oh we can't just book kiss maiden metallica like acdc because they're not around they're not touring anymore we have to book these slightly smaller bands and and they're not fucking small parkway drive ghost they're not small bands but maybe that pushes them to that next thing which as all as people say the old uh, thing a high tide raises all ships like if parkway drive become a staple download headliner and they are the same as slipknot lorna shore or become like third up the bill yeah i mean fuck knows why deftones don't headline everything because they are one of the greatest bands in the world Mm. anyway why like actually fuck this podcast why aren't (laughs) deftones the best band in the world discuss they're a bit depressing right you're off the podcast Mm. get someone else in why are deftones not the best band in the world because they're a bit depressing. Oh, fuck, everyone's a cunt. <laughs> Go on, number seven. Hit me with it. Number seven. Deftones. <laughs> with... <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Number seven. Seven. Yeah, nice. Uh, number seven. Stray from the Path, Euthanasia. You put that at seven? I put that in number I seven. I'll be higher up the bill for you. I fucking love this album. I listened to the shit out of this album when it to came the out. Shit. I listened to the shit of this album. So I listened to it and then I was like, no, I'm going to listen underneath <clears throat> it. And I kept listening until I found the shit. Uh, and there is none. It, this album's fucking banging. Yeah, I agree. Anyone who doesn't know Straight From The Past, Path, basically, do you like Rage Against The Machine? Yes. Listen to Straight From The Path then. What's wrong with you? What are you doing listening to us cunts? Go and listen to Straight From The Path. The vein is popping out your head. The vein is popping out my dick. <laughs> I wonder, it's what, was, fucking, I wonder what, what was poking me. It's just, <laughs> it's just brilliant. It is just a brilliant like <clears throat> rap metal, hardcore, fucking metalcore banger of an album. Oh. Every song on it is 
fun, big. The choruses are great. It's Aggie. I just, I, I just, I just love it. Mm. I just love it. I just want to smash people in the chops when I listen to it. Uh, my number seven, one you've already mentioned, Bleed From Within, Shrine. Ugh, amazing. That's number seven for me. It's fucking great. It's brilliant. It's fucking so brilliant. good. I'm so, I'm actually really pleased that you probably put it up higher than the list of me because I, when I was looking at my top 10, I thought, I really want to put this really high up on the list. And yeah. I couldn't. I had to keep knocking it down just through pissing about. But it's so good. And like I said, the last two or three Bleed From Within albums, for me, have been the best of the, the genre that they like they're yeah. sat in. Yeah. And I think this is probably the best one they've done. Oh, yeah. I think this is their best album. I think a hundred percent. And I think the heavy shit is. This sounds like a, a PR kind of. We're definitely not paid by anyone, just in case you wondered, which you probably wouldn't, due to the quality of what you're getting. But... <laughs> yeah, the, but the, hopefully this will sound all right. Due to <laughs> the, the quality of the recording of episode three. Yeah, you know, you think Jesus Christ. Is but horrific. the heavy shit that they do yeah. is better than the heavy shit that... I'm going to pick their peers because it's Bring Me the Horizon, yeah. Bullet for My Valentine, yeah. uh, Bury Tomorrow. Yeah. Like, those are, it's those yeah, kind it's of bands. It's definitely better. Than and it's better. And, and better live as well as on the album. They're fucking great yeah, live. They're incredible. To be right? honest, the only band that used to, for me... Tick the same box was um, they've lost their fucking singer. Used to be the guy from uh, Silosis, Josh. Heart of a Coward. Oh, they were a yeah. bit techier. Yeah, but I fucking love Heart of a Coward. Heart of a Coward and Bleed from Within for me were the two like best bands at doing that kind of techie metalcore stuff. We see stuff. them at the first Bloodstock, Bloodstock we went and to. they blew yeah, the they were fucking, fucking amazing they were, and they were on like at midday or something midday was, on a Sunday fucking amazing yeah but that was before lead singer left yeah yeah <clears throat> so yeah. they got a different lead singer I've seen him with a different lead singer right okay. and he's very good but he's not mm. yeah um but Bleed From Within have just consistently yeah released bangers basically and they yeah. just haven't got enough credit so yeah. Yeah, big up Bleed From Within. Cool. What's your six? I don't care. Listen to Bleed From Within. <laughs> Do it or I'll punch you in the nuts. Do it now. Do it. Oh, my number six. Okay. Very far away from metal. Uh, my number six is Danger Mouse. Uh, album called Cheat Codes. Danger Mouse. Yeah. You know the little white dude with Penfold? Yeah. His little butt. I know who Danger Mouse is. Yeah. Danger Mouse. Yeah, so it's that song uh, <laughs> remixed. Uh, no, so Danger Mouse is a, a hip-hop DJ. Um, and it's a collaboration album. It's Danger Mouse and Black Thought, who's a, a rapper. Um, and... It's a like a collaborative album. So this is not metal. No, not at all. It's alternative because it's fucking weird, man. It's not like 
Well, it's alternative. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not mainstream in the slightest. This ain't getting it anywhere near the charts. <laughs> but this is. Um, oh, mate, it's fucking really good. It's like, do you remember like old school hip hop, like old school NWA, uh, Ice Cube, Ice T, like uh. all of that sort of stuff when they would sample old songs and remix them into like remix them into their raps or like do you do you ever remember did you ever listen to dj shadow no so i didn't listen to shit music it's good mate it's good <laughs> it's aggressive it's aggressive music that's what i like about it it's not it doesn't have to be shouty and sweary and like all guns blazing like they actually like there's aggro to it it's just in a slightly more mellow way you know um but yeah, I mean, this is hip hop. This is how I want my hip hop. This is how I remember hip hop. It's aggressive. It's aggy. It's pointing fingers at politicians. It's pointing fingers at fucking people in power. But it's not doing it in a way of going. You know, like like most hip hop now is just, I mean, it's shite. To be honest, it's all like you're either a god botherer, and I've got no problem with the Christians and shit. But <laughs> you're, you're like, you it's sure all... it seems like you do a bit. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. You're either God brother, botherer, or like you're going, yeah, I'm a rogue man. Uh, don't step on my trainers, bitch. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? You either, you people rap now either has like you're religious or, or you've got this like real socially conscious religious thing or you're just like i want my paper i want money and i i want nice trainers whereas rap used to be a political driver used to be something that people would go i want shit to change mm. like and that's why i love rap that's why i've always loved hip-hop is because it's one of those things it's like a fucking dagger for people that are downtrodden mm. it's their way of going Fuck you. It's there. <coughs> right. So it's, it's to steal a line from um, Zach De La Rocha. It's their way of going, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Oh. It's their way of going, fuck off. Like, and Black Thought and Danger Mouse, that album, goes right the way back to that. But not just like Public Enemy. It's not just getting Chuck D on a song and going... Because Chuck D could sound like the angriest man in the world in a room on his own. It's it's genuinely good music. It's fucking brilliant. It's so bouncy and fun to listen to. Hmm. And yet the message and stuff behind it is actually worthwhile listening to. Hmm. Really good. Really good. Okie coke. Go on. Number six, Uh Six <clears throat> is uh, Malicious Intent. By Malevolence. Mm. Another fucking brilliant mm. album. Kind of fits in that bleed from within wheelhouse, I suppose. But fucking... It's fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Do you know what? This album is <clears throat> was kept out of my top ten by one other album. Because it's too similar in its genre. Mm. But this album... I've seen Malevolence a few times live. Yeah, I mean, we we saw them a couple of times, like 
in the proper early days of when they were just started. Did you thing. see him with me at Joiners? No, we. I remember okay. seeing Malevolence. Sure, we saw Malevolence at Hammerfest. Okay, so and and we saw and Malevolence um, were at that gig we went to in Bournemouth where we skipped Ghost and and we saw Gojira for the first time. Right. Okay. So, me and my little brother Steve. Shout out, Steve. Hello, you're a dickhead. Um. Hello, Thomas. That's my nephew. He's really cute. Hello, Mr. Muss. Uh, he's not going to listen to this, so play when he's 18 or something and go, that's your uncle. He's a cunt. Anyway, he's dead by that point, probably. Uh, <laughs> he's speaking to you from the grave. Hello, from Mr. Muss. From beyond Mus. the grave. Ooh. Hello, Thomas. Hello. Don't let people with gold chains touch your anus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what's it talking about? Malevolence. Me, Steve, went to see them at Joiners. For those who don't know, Joiners is a tiny uh, music venue in Southampton. It's very well-renowned. Ed Sheeran, Oasis... Uh, Radiohead, loads of massive bands, Biffy Clyro, loads of massive bands have played there as kind of a like footstep up to bigger venues. It probably caps about 150 people. Great venue, great great sound, great venue, great people. Back the joiners. Like I know they had problems fixing their roof and shit, but yeah, go to the joiners, go and watch gigs there, buy all their beer. Give them a hundred pound tip just for a laugh, just because I told you to. Because they're just great people, so do it. Because I will find you if you don't. I'll hunt you down like a dog in the street. Hear me? Yeah, I'm right behind you. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Anyway, I saw Malevolence <laughs> at Joiners, and um. I can't remember who they supported. Mm. I think it might. Be, I think we went to see a band called um, Only the Brave, and they're a hardcore band. And I'm pretty sure that Malevolence uh, opened for them, and they had like 20 minutes. And they got in and battered the fuck out of everyone, and we were like, "Fucking hell, that was good." <laughs> Um, and but all the hardcore kids, they were too metal for the hardcore kids. Right. The hardcore kids were like, and then only the brave came on, and everyone's doing the spin kick shit. And I was like, if you punch me in the face or kick me in the face, I'm gonna throw you through the fucking wall. <laughs> so all of the hardcore kids, kids were sort of sat around the edge of the pit, going, nah, I want to beat someone up, but I don't know how. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, because you're a pussy. Anyway, this is another. We met the guys from Malevolence outside, and they were fucking lovely lads, lovely lads. <clears throat> and we said to them, "Mate, what you played is great." And they were like, "Big things are coming." They're like, "We've recorded so much music, big things are coming." Like, and they said to us, "Like, what we've got now is nowhere near where we're gonna be." And this album, for me. Maybe not the peak of their powers, 
because I hope it's not the peak of their powers, but fucking hell. The riffs that, like, you can tell all the influences, can't you? You can tell, you can bring in, you can tell the Metallica, you can tell the Pantera, you can tell the Slayer or whatever, but also all the hardcore shit. You can tell that they like Converge and stuff like that. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a fucking really good album. I'm trying to think, Unbroken Glass, that's, that's probably my favourite track off the album. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's, it's a album. really, it's just a really good album. It's, it's really, really good. And it's nice that a band like Malevolence have kind of reached that level where I think they've hit the top in the top 10 albums of the year. Yeah. Like that's fucking not that my opinion matters for shit, but you know, no one can deny that's a fucking brilliant album. It's one of the best albums this year. Oh mate, it's, it's fucking amazing. <clears throat> and to be fair, when you think of this year, like we, yes. Okay. We're not like professional journalists. Yes, we are. We're as professional but, as anyone else. Well, yeah, we are. That, that, and that's the thing. Does our, we're giving does our the, actual opinion. Does our opinion matter really any differently to somebody at Metal Hammer? No. Not really, because they're just listening to music and giving their opinion mm. on it. So the fact that somebody who loves music enough <clears throat> can be bothered to record a podcast who has listened to as many albums as you have and has gone, I love this fucking album enough. I listen to this album enough and I think enough of it to put it in my top 10 albums of this year. Yeah. I don't think that there is a bigger kind of pat on the back than that, really. Yeah. And from what I met of those guys, when I met them outside of St. Mary's Church in Southampton, they would think the same because yeah. they were just so down to earth. I mean, they were literally sat on their drum kit. Couldn't give a shit who was coming by. Couldn't give a shit who they were because oh. they didn't care. They were fucking malevolence. They were just the band who were coming to Southampton. They seemed like such good lads. And I think they'd be absolutely over the moon that they've got into anyone's top 10 to be honest yeah number five number five it's no it should be mcfly oh it's mcfly with don't drop my pussy on the pancake tray (laughs) what a weird album i I, and that's weird because it's come out of my head number (laughs) five number five electric cowboy techno (laughs) i couldn't put it any higher but I probably should have done. That's, that's, I mean, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's so weird how much I like this album. Um, and I mean, for you to put it at number five, I mean that's that's pretty mega, isn't it? Really, when you consider. I mean, I don't know what your top four are, but I'm going to assume you ain't got Slipknot in there. Uh, I mean, you might, but I mean, <clears throat> Electric Cowboy is number five. 
I haven't had more fun with an album than I've had with this all year. Yeah. And I caught up with this really late. Like I didn't I didn't really listen to this album. Yeah, it was and... only a couple of weeks ago that I started listening to it. Yeah, because I texted you and I was like, Did you know that and this I, was I, a thing? I, I had seen it. Um on because I, I use Amazon Music and I'd seen it on there. Yeah. Um and I thought it was a new album, but I hadn't listened to it. And then you messaged me and said, Have you listened to the Electric Callboy album? Yeah. And I'm like, Well no, I see I see they've got a new album out. Yeah. But I haven't listened to it. I clicked it on and and like after like twenty minutes I think I messaged you I was like, Fucking hell, this is this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I, I as I said to as I said on the last pod, my mate Lee texted me and well, she sent me a message <laughs> on uh Facebook Messenger and just linked the video to it and she was like Amazing and I was like so I listened to it and I was angry. I was angry that you text me thinking that that was amazing because I was so angry that somebody had texted me something fun. <laughs> that I was like, fuck you. Don't think, don't assume that I like fun. Don't you dare assume that I like something that's fun. Fuck off. And I got really angry. And all I could muster, because I, I like Lee, like obviously she's my friend, so I couldn't just text her back going, eat shit. <laughs> so I text her back going, thumbs up. <laughs> and then I listened to it. And I listened to Pump It, and I was like, this is stupid and shit. And I hate stupid and shit. I hate stupid, silly music. Don't listen to it. And then I went, and then I was like, ah, I'll listen to it again because it's silly and it doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't make me a worse person. And I kept listening and I kept listening and I kept listening. And then I found that they had an album and I was like, by that point, I already had come to terms with the fact that I loved that song. Have you listened to any of their previous albums since this one? No, and I won't. Oh, you should. No. You should. No. I listened to that one song and I was like, I love that song. But it's fine because I love a silly song. I love Ramstein. I was thinking to myself, I was, I was trying to pr- protect my metal cre- credibility because I was going, I love this song, but I love Ramstein and Ramstein are really silly. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I started listening to the album and I was like, oh, this is so stupid. This is so daft. But I love it so much <laughs> that I just went, I'm just going to have to own this. Like, there's no way out of this, Chris. Mm, it's, I mean, it's, it is really good. I fucking really enjoy it. And I'm really pleased that you've got it in your top 10. I fucking love it. It is really good. I love it. Um, What's your number five? My number five is an album you put earlier on, Straight From The Path, Euthanasia. <laughs> what a fucking album. Yeah, I I sort of found my my top five were quite easy to pick, um, and yeah, that that went in at number five. It's just fuck it. It's such yeah, so, like if you like Rage Against the Machine mm, or Fever three three three, it's the obvious pick for you mm, because it's the best of the bunch. Rage haven't released a 
song for what twenty years. Yeah. Fever three 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 are now Fever one one one, and they're not likely to Jason leave. Butthead on Who's... his own. <laughs> and that's a, a Beavis and Butthead. Oh, was that what that reference. was? <laughs> for for those listeners who didn't grow up in the nineties, <laughs> it's back. What is? You know, there's a new series of Beavis and Butthead. Who's that? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Crack on number four. <laughs> yeah so those who, those people who don't know the 90s um beavers and butthead was a good place to that wasn't where music. i was going with this but yeah uh rage against the machine three 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 one 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 yeah one 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 yeah if you like those things yeah and you want more of it straight then from the path. listen to straight from the path because they do it better than both of those bands have done for the last 15 years. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. And they're fucking incredible live. Never seen them live. Absolutely to be fair, I only, amazing. I haven't even started listening to this band this year. I saw them at Download and <clears throat> they literally turned the tent upside down. <laughs> it was fucking mental. Amazing live, amazing. So much energy, so much fucking bravado, which is exactly what I want from a, like, hardcore, punky metal band. I just want them to walk on stage and go, we're the best band in the world. Fucking mosh, or I'm (laughs) going to kick your nuts in. And that's exactly what they did. And everyone went, cool, we'll mosh then. It was fucking carnage. It was amazing. It's me, isn't it? It is. Number four. Number four. My number four. Okay, number four for moi. For me. I'll pour some rums while you do your number four. You do the ram while I do the number four. Uh, Number four for me is Australian Metalcore Legends. Yeah. Parkway Drive, darker <laughs> still. Yeah. I just think the the uh, to to be fair, for me, reverence was the peak of their powers. Right. I uh, I think that reverence took everything from uh uh what's the uh, Aya. Yeah, took everything from Aya and it just upped it. It just made it more. It just made it heavier, made it more melodic, made it mean more. Uh, Chris is wrestling with <laughs> wrestling with its ice. He, I have won't put, come out. So what I've done, ladies and gentlemen, is I've put a massive <laughs> chunk of ice. Just fuck, shake it. Fuck you, ice. Shake it. Yeah, he's going to have to take that and bash it on the table. Oh, I got it. He's got it. Uh, yeah, I just think it's it's taken everything they did on Aya uh, and perfected it in reverence. And I think Darker Still has gone further down that path. 
I don't think it's perfected it by any means, but <laughs> I don't think it's perfected it by any means. But I think what a fucking album! Oh, like, I, I, for me, this album is them cementing themselves as one of the best and biggest metal acts of today. It's yeah, they're not as heavy as they were. Um, they're a bit more catchy than they used to be. Uh, but for me, this this new album is 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 fucking it's, seriously high quality. It's great, good it shit, absolutely great. And it's still, and to be fair, I mean. <coughs> I'd say it's not as heavy. You say it's not as heavy. I say it's not as heavy. Bring Me the Horizon went more poppy. But they totally lost the metal. Yeah. Parkway Drive are still a scarily heavy band. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. my missus would not listen to Parkway Drive. No, it's still heavy as fucking balls. Yeah. It's, she would still be scared to death by darker still but there's still enough thank you uh there's still enough hooks on it that would <clears throat> maybe entice people that if you haven't listened to metal or haven't got that kind of uh stigma against it like yeah. i think i just they're just they're going to be the biggest band in the world yeah, I, I agree. I can't say they're not. They are one of those bands that are here now and are going to fill the the hole that will be left by the likes of Metallica. And you know, you've got to have bands that are going to replace the aging bands that are, are going to eventually fuck off. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know. This is one of them, without but it a doubt. have to be. Parkway Drive have to be. They're Bring Me the Horizon, Parkway Drive, Ghost. <clears throat> They're the, the three bands for me. Avenged. Yeah, Avenged need to release something. Yeah, well, they've got a new album out next year. I know they're a bit sort of slow on that front. The, differ the difference is, I think, in that sense, is that uh, Avenged Sevenfold, I can only really see them continuing to headline download. <clears throat> Parkway Drive and Ghost and Bring Me the Horizon. I know Bring Me have already done it. I can see them crossing over and I can see them headlining Reading yeah. and, and getting into that pop audience. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean to say that Parkway Drive have uh, sheared the edges off, but with this album, they've made it mainstream enough. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that yeah. If that... they were maybe second down on the Reading bill, would maybe bring me above them. Mm. I think they get a really big crowd. Yeah, because no, I agree. You, you've, I think you've hit the nail on the head when you said it's mainstream enough. Yeah, it's mainstream enough without completely fucking it. Yeah, yeah, it's 
It's a it's a fucking quality album. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Good shout. Thank you. You are gonna fucking love my number four. You are gonna be frothing at the gash with my number four pick. Or I'm gonna be really angry because No no no. You are gonna be frothing Okay. Mm. Get ready to mop up the wetness on the floor. Uh, number four, the fourth best album of this year is True Power by I Prevail. Hmm. It's fucking brilliant, mate. No, it's not. You don't get it. You just don't get it. You're just not intelligent enough to understand. That's the problem. You're throwing the Rick and Morty <laughs> defence at me, are you? I don't know. I don't watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, but all the Rick and Morty fans go, you're just not intelligent enough to get the jokes. Oh. I am the childish. <laughs> well, I mean, I've I've kind of said all I need to say about I Prevail on, As have on, I. Previous, on previous um episodes. And this album's fucking brilliant. No, it's not. It's thoroughly enjoyable from start to finish. I like that you love it. Thanks. That's the best I can say about it. Okay. Mark loves it too. I don't know who Mark is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you two up because I think that maybe you're made for each other. <laughs> well, the man's got good taste. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's all he's got. So let's move. He's got no on. fucking air either. And me? No. No. Bold as a coot. Mm. Well, move swiftly on to your number three, then. Please do. <laughs> Uh, number three, a better album than what Chris has just come up with. Not likely. It fucking definitely is because it's number three. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Steak. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the uh, album Acute Mania. Mm. Not listen to this band. It is fucking brilliant. So, Steak. What they used to be called Steak <laughs> Number Eight. And years ago, they released a, an EP called Steak Number no. 8. And I think it was a self-titled that um, I quite liked. It was kind of... Uh, did you ever like Cavell Attack? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, uh, they supported Metallica on yeah, one of their tours. Yeah. So Steak Number no. 8 started as a Cavell Attack kind of right. band. They started like that, yeah. like a kind of uh, 70s rock, yeah. uh, kind of like Blue Oyster Cult mixed with black metal band. And then they sort of morphed into this, what they are now is like a like a more progressive, <clears throat> uh, more like a prog metal band, a bit like... They're much more in line with like Mastodon and Tool Ooh, okay. and bands like that. Good. But with a, a definite Scandi pop influence. So they like a lot of their um a lot of their choruses and a lot of their uh songs have that kind of Scandi pop hook to them. Yeah. Uh where the, the music sort of diverts off here, there, left, right and centre into these kind of tall-esque and uh, Mastodon-esque kind of places. Hmm. Not as heavy as Mastodon, not as 
probably not as heavy as tall in a lot of places. Um, but things kind of, they're one of those bands where uh, the music will kind of, the, the lyrics and the music, uh, the lyrics and the sort of vocal hooks will go one way, the music will go another, and then it will sort of spin back right round and come back together about a minute and a half later. Mm. Um, but I think for this album, there's plenty of, there's plenty of hookiness and, and kind of, there's plenty of them going will play with that poppy kind of sensibility that the Scandi rock type bands do. Mm. I just think it's fucking brilliant, mate. Mm. I, I just I, I, I couldn't I, I, get it out of my head. I need I... to listen to it, but for, for whatever reason, they're not on Amazon Music, and that's my... Um, Listening mu- method music, of choice. Yeah, my music streaming app of choice. I'd so highly I'll recommend. To, I'll have to look them up. Yeah, highly recommend it. It's, it's a really fucking good album. It's really cool. interesting. It's really fun. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. You don't usually like fun, so that's a surprise. Yeah, but it's a bit like tall, so yeah, you know. Cool. Basically, that's a win for me. If it sounds a bit like tall, I will mm. probably blow my beans over. Only it. the last couple of years, I've started listening to tall, and it's tall are fucking immense, yeah. just absolutely immense. Yeah, and so you should listen to state yeah, because be. they're a little bit like tall. Cool. Cool tool. Uh, my number three. Something that's been mentioned already, and something we reviewed. Um, get the shot, merciless destruction. Nice. Third best album of the year. Third best album of the year. Yeah. It's fucking brutal. It's fucking fun. superb. Yeah. It's banger it's, after banger every, after banger. It's everything I want in an aggressive metal album yeah it's brilliant it's and it's so much better than infinite punishment yeah yeah which is, was yeah the album before. which an infinite punishment <clears throat> is a fucking superb album yeah but the just the step up in in production and the step up in in the in the the technicality of their music yeah all of it it's it's fucking brilliant i did you they're actually over here next year. They've got one date in March. Amazing. In UK. I can't go because we're, we're busy. It's Claire's birthday. Oh. And we can't go. Yeah. Um, Mate, I, th- 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 that is superb, that album. Like, I um, I was massive. I was mad keen on <clears throat> Infinite Punishment. Yeah. The, the first album. I was fucking massively keen on that. I think I had it in my top 10 albums of the year uh that the year it came out i think it was 2018 uh yeah yeah it must have been i think yeah. it was 2018 um i was massively keen on that because it was just so pummelingly heavy but fun yeah um, i listened to that album to death you you told me about this band at around the same time that you told me about power trip yeah and the power trip album and oh, this wow. album i kind of listened to hand in hand and for ages, they were like the only two albums I fucking listened to. Yeah, and and to be fair, like if those are the two <clears> albums <throat> you're given, Power Trip are gonna pip it because, well, it's Power Trip. Yeah, yeah, that like, Power Trip album was fucking unreal, ridiculous. Yeah, um, but yeah, get the shot. Great, great band, and like they, this is a massive step up, really massive yeah, yeah, step totally. up. 
I just think like it's not in my top ten just because I think like it, it's just been a really I think it's been a really strong year for music actually I I not necessarily a, a specific genre I just think there's been some really fucking cool albums out this mm. year but yeah what an album what an album yeah. We're on to number two, aren't we? We are. We're getting close. Fuck yeah, now. What's your number two? My number two is Greg Greg Pucciato. Greg Pucciato from Dillinger. Okay. Uh, His solo album, Miracell. Okay. It is so amazing. It's so good. Um, So his... uh, Have you ever listened to The Black Queen? No. So when Greg left Dillinger, he re- uh, released an album, or he's released two albums now. He's basically just been churning albums out since he left Dillinger. Um, I was never a massive Dillinger fan. Yeah. I always loved Greg because I thought he could sing, he could scream, he could do all of those things. But I always found the music a little bit too hectic or uh, and not focused enough. Um, but he did a, a couple of albums with the, his band called the Black Queen, which was really heavily 80s electro kind of pop music, right. basically. And and Greg can fucking sing, like Duran Duran kind of pop melody. Wow, boys. Oh, I fucking love Duran Duran. We'll do that on another pod, because I do <laughs> love Duran Duran. They're fucking brilliant. Um. I will. I will be able to convince everyone while, uh, like on this pod, why Duran Duran are metal. I, I guarantee I can. <laughs> they're so good. Um. Anyway. Uh, love you, Simon Bond. Uh, yeah. So Greg's with with uh, Black Queen, very like eighties electro pop, and then I heard this album. He did it on his own. His last album, his last solo album, was a <clears> bit of a mishmash of stuff. This is much more focused. There's loads of electro pop on it, loads of 80s electro pop. Um, but there's some really good guitar work and really sort of pummeling drums and stuff on it. He's got a, a song on there with Reba from uh, Code Orange. She mm-hmm. sings the chorus in it. Mate, it's fucking brilliant. It's it goes into that kind of uh, Deftonesy Nine Inch Nails kind of uh, territory. Territory, oh, mate, it's so good. Mm. Th- this album's fucking superb. Mm. Like if you like eighties pop music, uh, like the darker side of things. It, well, if you like Nine Inch Nails, listen to it. Mm. I shall check. It Even out. if you've got a passing. A passing interest in Nine Inch Nails. Listen to this album, Miracell by Greg Pucciato. Greg? Pucciato. Pucciato. (laughs) Pucciato. 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 I don't know how you say it. Pucciato. Um, Yeah. Pucciato. Cool. Pucciato? You have to write this down. Pucciato. Pucciato. You have to write this down for me. Yeah, if you like Greg Um, Pucciato... Yeah, cool. Yeah, see. All right. I drive the coach. I drive the coach. <laughs> um, my number two 
an album that you've already picked is Parkway, Darkest Oh. It's, it's, we've already said everything we need to say about the album, but it's, it's, it's just sheer quality. And it's, it's the album that cements them as one of the best metal acts of today, without a doubt. So. Why, yeah, but why number two? Uh, because number one is a better album. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Solid point. Yeah. Solid point. Yeah. What a fucking album. Yeah. What an album. I mean, you were mad keen on it, and like yeah, you were yeah. much more keen because I remember you texting me about it, going, "Fuck me, have you listened to this?" I like I I, I love every album Parkway Drive's done. I fucking love the early shit, Horizons. Fucking, I mean, probably to this day, probably my favourite Parkway song is Idols and Anchors. Is probably still my favourite song. Is it? Yeah. Um, and I and and I, I I've loved every album they've done since. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think this album is just. It's taking them to that next level mm. where they've gone from the, the, um, like the, the big support acts to now Massive these headline. motherfuckers are going to be filling fucking arenas and shit. Yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant. The song for me, well, because I've loved Parkway, I, because I, I, I've got a funny feeling. And I'm not going to take credit for this, people. But me and Chris used to share bands a lot back in the day because we're old, so don't judge us, but we're old, so we used to use file sharing services. And we'd find albums, listen to them, and I will say we would listen to them. If we liked them, we'd buy the album. Oh, totally. On CD. So, because I remember we would, I'd send him Five Finger Death Punch, Way of the Fist, and then both of us bought the album, which is way better for the Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, and than... not only that, is, is, and, and maybe this should be some sort of discussion we have on a, on a later pod, but the, the whole... Is piracy bad? I honestly, I don't think it is. I think, to a degree... And the trouble you've got these days is there are it's so easy for bands to put material out there. Mm. But shit bands as well. Shit bands. We don't want to hear your shit. But it's so easy to put material out there. There is just a it doesn't matter what genre you listen to, there is just a A fucking colossal abundance of new music that you could listen to every day. And you know, back in the eighties, the nineties, people people had shit on cassette. We all and, did and, it. And Tape you'd, sharing. You'd fucking, yeah. you'd fucking copy it for your mate, or you'd record on the cassette off the fucking radio or whatever, and and you'd share it, and that's how you got to discover new music. Yeah, yeah. And and you find something you like. Now I buy their albums. Now I go and see them live. Yeah. And that's that's how I discovered Metallica. Mm. I had a cassette that was copied from someone else mm. and, and now I own every fucking thing that Metallica sell 
because I'm that big of a fan. It literally does. I've I've been to, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know, to 10 or 12 Metallica gigs. I've flown to other countries to see Metallica. Like, so... And so, so <clears throat> like, the whole Lars Napster thing, and we are going off on a tangent, and I do That's sort okay. of feel this could be, like, a, a, a feature at a later pod. It's okay. Uh, it's... it's Fucking bullshit, Lars. Essentially, what you're saying, Chris, is that um, younger listeners are pussy-ass pricks and they need to pull their trousers up and shut the fuck up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's the message we're sending. You like some shit, copy on a fucking CD, (laughs) give it to your mate. If he likes it... Punch him in the face until he buys it. He'll fucking start buying it or he'll go and see a band live. Yeah. And, you know, let's be fucking No honest. one makes any money these, from... These days, with, sales with all this fucking streaming and shit, yeah, the, the bands only make their money from fucking merch sales and live performances anyway. Good point. And you're not going to fucking find out about these bands... Yeah. ...unless someone fucking says, yeah, mate, listen to this. Yeah. That's a great... Actually, that is a very... Good point. If you like a band, if you like anything that we tell you about on here and you listen to it on Spotify and you think, like that band, I really wish I could support them, go and see them live, buy a fucking T-shirt. Totally. If you don't, eat shit. Mm. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Is that our message? Yeah, that's our message. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Wanker cramp. Bastards. (laughs) Bastards. <laughs> Wanker cramp <clears throat> bastards. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've got that. What have we got down to? Number we're, two? We're on num- no, we're on number one, mate. Holy fuck. Hit me with your album right. of the year. Album of the year. Easy. Absolute fucking doddle. And this was nailed on from about a week after release. It's Ithaca. They, fear, they fear us. This is... The fucking best thing I've heard, probably not this year, probably in the last two or three years. It is fucking amazing. I've I've not, uh, I've I've listened to Ithaca, but I've not like properly listened to Ithaca. Mate, well, then you haven't listened because from fifteen or twenty seconds into they fear us. The opening track. I was like, holy fucking shit. I want to stove someone's head in. It's so good. Like, Jamila, their their lead singer, she can absolutely wail like a banshee. The riffs in it, like, they're techie, they're technical, they're difficult. It's nothing about this album is like, Straight up and down, four four, easy to listen to, but it's so palatable because it's so bouncy. Oh. It's like if corn and Meshuggah had a baby, <laughs> it would be Ithaca, and that is probably the best thing I can say about it. Hmm. Hadn't even prepped it, but it's just popped into my head. Oh, the, it's fucking superb. This album, unbelievably <laughs> so. I would like to spend the next 10 or 15 minutes of the pod 
just playing the record <laughs> down the microphone. But I know we'll get sued. Mm. But it's so good. And if you haven't listened to it, Chris, or listeners, you have to go and listen to this record. Mm. If you like aggressive music, or if you like heavy music, or if you like if you like corn, if you like slipknot, if you like Berry Tomorrow, Architects, any of that shit, go and listen to this <clears> because it is the best thing that's been released this year in this genre. Slipknot, like, I know they released an album this year. Not in either of our top tens, I don't think. But, like, Ithaca have smashed Slipknot out of the park. This, this and, and that fucking says something. Mm. Just amazing. Amazing record. Mm. I'll, I'll, um... I'll I'll stick that on. I need, I need to give that a listen, mate. Yeah, amazing. Um, so, I mean, I can't really comment on on your number one because I haven't really listened to it. Um, but I mean, you're wrong because I'm absolutely the, not the because you haven't listened. The mine. best album. You're gonna of say the Ghost. Year. The best album of the year by far. Is Impera by Ghost? It's, it's just a fucking perfection of an album. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's not really good. It's fucking superb in every way. I'm gonna let you say your piece because I'm going to. Were you gonna say some negative stuff? No, I was just going to say, it is very good. It's fucking brilliant. It's a great album. It's poppy, it's catchy. It's it's Metallica meets ABBA. Like, like Ghost should be. Yeah. It's superb. It's probably, other than, well, it's not the best Ghost album, because Meliora is the best Ghost album. Hands Ooh. down. It is. It just is. Oh, I think this is their best no, album. No, it isn't. It's not. It's not even comparable to Meliora for me. Meliora is a better album, and Popestar. And they're never gonna release a. a <clears throat> they're never gonna release a song as good as Squarehammer ever. Possibly no one is mm. because Squarehammer is one of those songs that, despite the band, is gonna go down in song history yeah that is as good as whitney houston or fucking taylor swift or that that that's mm. how good that song is yeah so you kind of bon jovi to, it's it's better than possibly it i mean square hammer is probably up there with keep the faith it's not living like, on a prayer it's not living on a prayer let's no. not fucking <laughs> no. let's not take the piss <laughs> But it's up there with Keep the Faith or something like that. Yeah. I totally get where you're coming from with Ghost. Amazing band. Again, amazing in, 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 the, in the same way that this year's Parkway Drive album has kind of cemented their position, yeah. I, I think this, with Ghost, I think, you know, they are they are one of the bands that are going to fill the hole left by the Metallicas and 100%. the ACDCs and yeah. the Iron Maidens and the Kisses and all that shit. They are. And and they get a lot of hate because people say, oh, they're not metal. 
I mean, all right, maybe technically, maybe they're not metal. Give a shit. But, but they are, and they're they they kind of they kind of bring that um that old school style of 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 rock and metal to the modern era. It's like a modern take on old school yeah. metal. People go, they're not metal, but they don't. They they didn't live through Deep Purple and Blue Oyster Cult yeah, yeah. and people like that. Yeah, that, that were metal. That, this is this is that a, was this this time. is a modern take on that music. Yeah, um, and it, it's it, they're fucking brilliant. I fucking love them. I, this album's amazing. I, I saw them amazing. I saw them earlier this year, um, and oh, they're just they're incredible to see live. Um, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I can't, I can't fault it, and and I would, I would struggle to put anything above that. Um, certainly this year, and I don't know, I don't know, even last year or the year before, or I, I'd struggle to put anything above that. Right. Hang the fuck up. Last year or the year before, so you would discount. Architects last album. Yeah. For those who wish to exist. Yeah. You which which again, I mean that album's alright. Gojira's last album. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anything Gojira touch is gone. No. Is the Gojira's last album is is is, I didn't, is not I, nowhere near as good as that. No, it isn't. No, but I I want to find an example. You just that agreed I with me. No, I know I didn't. <laughs> I don't like it, but I did. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Ghosts, this album is fucking incredible. It is amazing. I don't think it's good. Okay, <clears throat> the difference between mine and your first albums, like number one album, uh-huh. is that Ghosts have done exactly what I thought they would. They've taken the formula that they had, yeah, which was brilliant anyway mm. and they've slightly refined it yeah yeah and they've released a fucking brilliant album yeah. with so many catchy songs yeah that I was which just... is what parkway have done yeah oh 100 yeah they've just they've refined it and then refined it and refined it to the point where now all they release is bangers yeah and and ghost deserve deservedly should headline festivals mm-hmm. they should open massive venues yeah 100% they should my number one Ithaca they took what they had which was aggressive uh, aggressive slightly poppy well no not even slightly poppy slightly hooky hardcore metal and they have refined it to the point where I genuinely think if you listen to Ithaca as a person who's not a huge fan of metal, you could find something in it. Yeah. But I think... I think the jump is bigger. That's why I've picked Ithaca rather than Ghost. Mm. Because I think Ghost have gone from great band to superb band yeah and Ithaca have gone from 
band that not many people gave a shit about to really fucking great band. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's um, really all you're describing is a band like Ghost earlier on in their career. Or Parkway. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. It's, as we said, it's personal preference. So my top 10 and Chris's so, top 10 are subjective. Yeah, yeah, subjective. totally. Yeah, I mean, you know, I will listen to, Ghost to their own, as I will they listen say. To Ghost but, uh, yeah, I mean, my, um, my, top 10 apart from a couple of things are, are definitely more mainstream than yours you definitely listen to a lot more um sort of alternative stuff and and off the off the beaten path stuff than what i do without a doubt um but yeah i just i just i just think ghost Impera is is just the album of the year I think it's it's a fucking fantastic pick. And what I will do is I'll put both of our top 10 albums up in full as Spotify playlists. And I, 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 and I, I think it's, I think it's incredible that Slipknot never made it onto both our top 10s. Yeah. The new Corn album never made it onto both our top was 10. Was that this year? Requiem. I thought it was last year. No, Requiem came out this year. You've just shit not... your pants. You fucking stink. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a fucking H-bomb's gone off. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, I thought, I genuinely thought Requiem no, was last Requiem year. Requiem was this year. Oh, it probably, it possibly um, would have been in my thing you mentioned. Because I, mean, I thought it was a great album. You know, um, uh, Alt Bridge. <laughs> their new album which mm. is a, a decent album by a fucking huge band yeah you know they that never made it into any, either of our top tens um you know the megadeth album is fucking return to glory for me that never made it into the top 10 there's a lot of fucking good shit this year it's, there's a lot of big bands that didn't make it into yeah the there's top a lot 10. a lot and, of big bands and do you know what i think that's uh I think that is <clears throat> indicative of the genre because I uh, I think that metal and uh, metal and heavy rock um, hasn't had a great year, if I'm honest. I, I, I think if you look across the broad spectrum, <clears throat> metal and heavy rock hasn't had a great year. I think the, sh- the, the sub-genres has had a fucking fantastic year. Uh. Um, I'm really excited for 2023. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see, won't we? And yeah. uh, in uh, episode four in January, we'll yeah. chat about what, what we're looking what we're to. looking forward to yeah. this year. I mean, year. I think Metallica are going to come up there because they yeah they, totally. they've already so, announced yeah. a uh, a new thing. Yeah. Um, if I mean, just off the top of my head, we've had a Lamb of God, we've had a Ghost, we've had a Parkway Drive. Yeah, uh, things off the top of my head that I can think of. Avenged oh, I, got a new album out next year. Avenged, uh, Skin Dread, who I fucking love, got a new yeah, album out I next love year. Skin Dread. Um, bring me the uh, and sorry, not bring me. Uh, Bury tomorrow. We'll probably have a new album out next year. <clears> I hope <throat> they will. They've been out for a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll have a lot of um, new prediction. What we think will be good. Yeah. In the next episode. I'm really hoping that Rick Astley has a new album. Yep, sure he is. Yeah. Along with um Shane Stevens and uh 
Status quo. Yeah, I hate status quo. I've always hated status quo. Yeah, I just well, can't get on board. Because you don't have any class. If Duran Duran or Elton John release a new album, I will be spaffing all over the Elton John. Have you fucking heard Elton John sing recently? The, he's I lost don't it. care. He's lost it. You can tell everybody. Stop into Christmas, 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 Christmas. Fucking great song. Elton John is a god. Don't give me shit. Anyway, on to the awards. Yeah, we need to we need to do the inaugural and the SD winner of the all award. of the awards is Elton John. Is ghost. <laughs> Elton's John Elton John's ghost. <laughs> so when he dies, he'll get all of the awards. Alright, let's go straight in with the first SBC Award of the Year. We're going to go with the Biggest Dickhead of the Year Award. And I'm going to go for Chris Greenfield for putting I Prevail in his top ten. Number four. Great album. Listen, listen to it, guys. It's fucking fantastic. Don't. I mean, I, you're lucky I didn't put Share Heart of Stone in fucking number four. Oh, just like Jesse James. Fucking hell. It's so good. I bet you haven't listened to that, have you? Didn't come out this year. It, no, it didn't. But I, but I mentioned. I don't that listen to anything the, that didn't the, come out this year. In our guilty pleasures last last episode. Did you listen to Walthamstow? No. Exactly. That wasn't in your guilty pleasures. No, that was in my. It's a fucking great I, album. I listened. No, it wasn't. No, your your first first episode. I listened to last last episode two. We did guilty pleasures. Yeah, listen to him. I listened to your. I listened to your Dappy song. I listened to your Dappy song. It's a great song. It's horrific. It's a great song. It's fucking horrific, and I do not understand where you're coming from with that. It's horrific. Great song. Uh, but share Heartstone, get in you. Um, so biggest dickhead of the year award. Yes, we have nominees. We got Jason Butthead from Fever Three Three Three. Oh, you didn't want me to do a like. Oh, a, 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 a jingle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go. Big ass jingle. Jason Butthead from Fever Free Free Free. Uh, we've got Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch. Mm-hmm. So Jason Butthead, because the band's blew up because he's such a fucking asshole. To it seems that way. Well, we've got no confirmation, but we're going to make absolute um, speculation our cup of tea. Um... Nominee number two, Ivan Moody, uh, because he, he quit he's the band, he quit the band, oh. and then a day later he's back in the band. Yeah, uh, penis, massive dick dog. Um, Axel Rose, I Guns and Roses. Have a bad word said about him. The man, he's, he's Axel Rose for for hoying the microphone in the crowd. I don't and care. smacking that poor lady in the face. I couldn't give a shit if he hoyed a fucking 10 ton weight like a fucking... Well, he cares because... Hanna-Barbera. He, he cares because he's now said he's not going to ever do that again. Right. If the man... He's losing his rock star status, I think. Uh, he's a piece of he's shit. He's always man. on time and now he's not throwing microphones. Him then. Dickhead of the year, Axel Rose for not being a dickhead. And if, uh, if genuinely, if Axel Rose could, if Axel Rose threw a concrete block into the crowd like Roadrunner style, <laughs> and went meep meep, I would still love him, even if he threw it at 
at a disabled child. Fair enough. Uh, and, and the winner of the biggest dickhead of the year award is <laughs> Ivan Moody from My Big Dead Punch. Because <laughs> he's just a colossal knob jockey. <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, God. I didn't know Chris was going to do the weird porn thing. Oh, I like that. I really like that. So there's I your agree. first winner. I agree, by the way. He's such a fucking bender. Such a knob. Oh, he's just... He's he's always... Why has he always it, been and a it's, knob? It's such a disappointment because I, think, I, I loved think Death Punch back in the early I've days. I've got them tattooed. I've got two Death I Punch tattoos on do. my leg. I know you do. And, I need and to now get you, them covered. you hate them even more than I do. And you've got... That's the problem. You're, and you're branded. I know. You fool. That's why I you need to get You fucking fool. I know. Uh, yeah, so <sighs> Ivan Moody gets the first award. I'm going to post that to him. I'm just going to post some dog shit. What? Can you post him my fist? <laughs> yeah. Can you post it to his anal cavity? Uh, okay. On to... Just my entire forearm up his <laughs> ass. Hello, UPS. <laughs> I think I've seen that video. Straight up his fucking ass. Uh, Donut cunt. On to the uh, SBC second award. Yeah. It's the biggest disappointment of the year. Oh, God. So, oh God! So here we go. Uh, the nominees: Architects, classic symptoms of a broken spirit, thoroughly disappointing. Uh, five finger death punch afterlife, which you you could argue we all expect it to be you shit. expect it to be shit. But from my point of view, F eight the previous album was actually all right. American capitalist. Great album. So yeah, yeah, that was five right. albums before that. Yeah. I had big hopes. Um, but after F eight, which was pretty decent, mm. I did think, ah, oh, let's just hope and pray Death Punch are back. But Afterlife is fucking diabolical. Um, and the final nominee is Slipknot. The end so far, which. It's good. I, I want to say it's it's not bad, but it's it's disappointing. <laughs> I right. tried to get some ice out of the glass, and there it's, it's just a one, big old chunk. It's just one just solid block chunk. of ice. No, you do it. I'm doing it. Chris I? is pouring the rum. I'm barman. He's barman. Um, um. So who's the winner, can Mr. I, can, Juan? I, I? You announce the winner. And the winner, and I don't agree with this in some respects. Oh, we, we, well, we, shut your fucking mouth, mate. I'll fucking announce the winner. The winner, calling this shit cunt. Well, I actually did agree to this, so. Yeah, you did. The winner for the biggest disappointment of the year is Chris Greenfield. <laughs> Don't <laughs> use my full personal real sorry, name. Sorry, it's Chris they'll, they'll hunt, they'll hunt, they'll hunt you down. Uh, is architects for the uh, classic symptoms of a broken spirit, which, as you will know from earlier in this podcast, I actually rated quite highly on my top ten. 
However, in terms of Architects albums, yeah. it's a fucking disappointment. Oh, massively. I mean, if I'm going to look at the last three albums, it's a downward slide. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, All Our Gods is probably one of my mm. top five albums ever mm. made. <clears throat> It, no, well, it is. Yeah, it is one of my top five albums ever made. And it is definitely seeing those guys at uh, Brixton Academy after <clears> Tom Pell <throat> died is one of, not only one of the most moving, but one of the most influential gigs I've ever been to. Hmm. It's, it, I mean, it was transcendental. I just, I, I, I was with my brother as well. So those of you who have siblings will know how much they mean to you. But um, to see a band and to see Dan up there who just lost his brother trying to play a gig after losing his, it was fucking unreal. And then to hear this album this year. Bilge. I just, I, I, I get that they want to be more commercial i get that they want to make things more simple what hammered it home for me is when me and steve my brother went to see architects supporting biffy clyro and josh middleton their guitarist just on the board yeah because he could play it all asleep <clears throat> he was yeah. Just, the, the listeners he, can't see you miming that. Yeah, no, sorry, they. <laughs> but I did that, for Chris. But he he just looked like he could play the whole set with his eyes closed and his dick in his own ass, <laughs> which would be uh, quite confusing. There you go. So we'll post we'll post the trophy to Architects. I might drive it to him actually because they're only in Brighton. I'd love to. Yeah, we'll drive it to them. We'll go down and see them. We'll tell them how shit their album is. No, because it was seven on my top ten. Yeah, which is ridiculous. You, I mean, that, I mean that's insane. You've only done that because you like Architects so much, not because their album's good. No. Yeah. Come, no. Come on. No. You know. I'm... If you're going to burn that bridge, then you bet. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. Right, moving on. Best. You put I prevail. I know. In there. Yeah. They're fucking shit. No, they're not. They are shit. No, they're not. Let the listeners decide. I will let the listeners decide. Johnny. Johnny, you have to fucking back me that, on this. That true power album. I know you're listening. It's bullbag, isn't it? Superior. Far superior Ithaca. to the Architects album. Ithaca. Yeah. Or I prevail. I, I, I need to listen to Ithaca. And then I'll give you a, a, a valid opinion. It. You haven't even listened to it. Well, that would have been, but I'm not ragging on it. That would have been number one. I'm not ragging on it. Maybe. I've, yeah, but I've listened to your bull wag. Right, moving on. Next fucking award. The best album cover artwork. Yeah, bullshit. Ollock, mm. Bollocks, bollocks, bullshit. People don't like buy albums anymore. Architects. <laughs> Architect, like that is the most bland album artwork it's ever. Architects, fuck off. Uh, so the nominees: Ghost, Impera, yeah, 
Get the shot, merciless destruction. Venom prison, Erebos. 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 No, Erebos. Erebos. No, Erebos. Erebos. <laughs> Are you stuck? Are you like are you like a nineteen ninety C D? Yeah. Erebus. 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 And the uh the winner of the best album cover artwork is That's a drum, sorry. Spit in my mouth, man. Uh Ghost Impera. Which is it's quality looking yeah, album. Yeah, it's a great album. It's cover. a quality looking album. It's a great album as well. It's a great album. Number one, great best album. album of the year. Creepy as shit. Okay, <laughs> uh, you want to do the next award? I would love to. Oh, you would. You'd love to do this one. I would, yeah. <laughs> Biggest surprise of the year award. Sorry, I'll put the microphone there. Biggest surprise of the year award. So... The nominees are Electric Cowboy, Techno, Stake, Acute Mania, I Prevail, True Power. And the winner is. What is the winner? Uh, oh, yes. Electric Cowboy, Techno! <laughs> <laughs> Spaceman, got a rocket on my back. Spaceman, oh, yeah, were like very worthy winner, biggest surprise of the year, amazing. Not only biggest surprise of the year, I'll be honest with you, it's the most fun I've had with an album <laughs> all year. So, it this could have genuinely could have been top three or top one album. Mm. I love this album. It, it I mean it. It was one of them albums that kept popping in and out of my top ten as I was working out. You can't genuinely like say it's the best album because it's not. No, no, because it's silly and daft mm. and but it doesn't have a lot of. But for listenability, thoroughly entertaining. A bit like uh, lesbian porn. Yeah, uh, a bit like lesbian porn. Like you can't say that it's got the end. That you need. <laughs> it doesn't finish the way you want it. <laughs> but it's quite good to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so we, we, the next award. Take the swiftly on to the best song of the year award. Uh, nominees: "Pump It" by none other than Electric Coolboy, "Glitch" by Parkway Drive, <sighs> "Needful Things" by Stray from the Path, or "Sovereign" from Bleed from Within. Can I just say before you release the uh, the the name? Of yeah, the song that we have collectively picked. Yeah, so I don't want people texting Chris saying, "You piece of shit, you're a dog's cunt," or whatever. Or people texting me, which I will ignore. So, uh, all of these are carefully considered, mm-hmm. and not just for their um, 
uh, kind of impact on us personally, but also also for their like their their resonance in terms of like the greater wider social conscience. Is that fair? Mm, mm, I mean, yeah. we're a podcast that's inclusive, and we want just everyone to know that good music is out there. Yeah. Is that what's there? How are How are So what is the... Uh, the winner? winner? The winner of the best song of the year award. Yeah. On the SBC yeah. inaugural award yeah. 2022. Yeah. Is... Mm. Pump it by Electric Callboy. Pump it, Electric Callboy. We we are going to give an honourable mention to Glitch by Parkway Drive, but Pump it by Electric Callboy is 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 just so fun. Right, let's let's be honest with our listeners here. Yeah, we had a discussion about this, and we Ooh. said Glitch is the better song. Yeah. And the song that we should pick is Glitch. 100% is is Glitch is by Parkway Drive is the better song, Mm. the song we should pick. But we've listened to Pump It so many times between us (laughs) that we were like, we feel disingenuous Mm. for hiding our love for this song. they, They need the recognition. But they don't. They've won two awards. Even... They've won two awards. They've won two awards. awards, which is the greatest awards ever. They are the greatest awards ever. Um, so we we need to uh finish round up, out finish up with the last SBC award of 2022, which the BH. Is... It's the Brian Harvey Daftest Injury of the Year Award. Yeah. So the nominees... Uh, can I, to, can I just say, this yeah. is the most coveted award that we do. Yeah. Because this is... It's probably not an award that we can... You know, I mean... This award... This goes to legends. Like, people... Ooh. People that... Put themselves out there. People that... Kill themselves for their music. People that injure themselves for their music. And we've talked about Steak, we've talked about Electric Callboy, I Prevail, Parkway Drive. All of these people, like, I know somebody from Parkway Drive broke their leg and they continued to play. But did they do it the same night? And the the Brian Harvey Award goes for those people that put themselves out there. They put themselves on the line. They put their head above the parapet to... Make sure that the show goes on. And with that in mind, I'm going to let Chris talk to you about the nominees. So the the nominees for the Brian Harvey Daftist Injury of the Year Award. Show some respect. Is the first nominee is the lady that got smacked by Axel Rose's microphone. We don't know her name. She's not important enough. No. Well, I'm going to call her Karen. Karen McCarran. Karen McRose's Karen. Karen McRose's Karen. Yeah. Um, 
Axel through his microphone in the crowd, as he always does. Yeah. Smack the poor lady in it's the face. It's a massive fucking microphone. The, yeah. Right. Open your eyes, Karen. Sorry. You fucking I, dinlo. What I, what I will say, sorry, to disrail this part of the awards. And. No, but, but I will. Like, I've seen Guns N' Roses live, and Axel's microphone. It's the got, head of it. It's got a big orange thing on the end. Yeah, the big orange thing on the end. Hello, the big move, move out the way, Karen. Thing is about 45 inches wide. Yeah, move out the way, it's you about, fucking dafty. The thing is about six feet wide. Yeah, it is. It looks like someone's head mm. has been thrown towards you. Mm. Because Axel Rose, despite what we all think, has a voice... Of a baby bitch man. <laughs> uh, so that's that's nominee number one, Karen. Uh, nominee number two is baby bitch man. <laughs> no, it's we, not. It's we, not. We only have two nominees in this category, and nominee number two is is the man, Brian Harvey. Sorry, the man, the legend, the legend, Brian Harvey himself. Or running over himself after eating too many jack potatoes. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, that wasn't this year, Chris's. Of course it's not. Of course we know it's not this year. Yeah. But it's such a legendary event yeah. that happened to such a colossal penis. No. Yeah. Legend. Brian Harvey is not a legend. Uh, hello. Um, thanks. Oh, my thanks, buddy. Thanks for, thanks for following us, Brian, by the way. Brian, um, Brian, Brian. I love you. Uh, so those are your two nominees. And we need to spell out the winner now for the Brian Harvey Darkest Injury of the Year Award. And the winner is... Me! <laughs> But my boner bashing against the table. <laughs> oh, the win- of course the winner is Brian Harvey, even though it happened fucking 15 years ago. He has to win this award. Yeah, yeah. He, he will win this award every year until somebody tops him. I'm sorry, so, Karen. You cannot be Brian Harvey in this category. So, listeners, I dare you. I dare you. Beat him. Beat him. Not off. Because he'd love that. Stuffing jacket potatoes in his face while he's getting smashed off by some sort of disinterested lady. Did he just, like, have his jacket potatoes in, like, a lunchbox? No, he had just three, did like, He, he had two jacket potatoes at lunch, and then he was trying to eat a third in his car. Oh, That's what he said. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, if... You guys, gals, happy Christmas, by the way, bitches. Yep, enjoy your Christmas, peoples. Yeah. Happy Christmas and a Merry New Year. What I will say to you, guys, gals, ladies and gentlemen, despite what all of our top ten say and all of the awards, if you want to have a fun Christmas, listen to Electric electric Cowboy. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, do that. It's just good fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Hang on, 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 stop button on the record. (laughs) Um, Follow us on the socials. Yeah. Stonebowl Crazy. Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter. 
stonebowlcrazy.co.uk is the website. Stonebowlcrazy at gmail.com if you want to email us some dick pics. Yeah. Uh, can, you please, can, can you please uh, send those to at Chris Juan. De? Chris Juan. Um, and uh, we, we fucking really appreciate you listening to us. And uh, have a great Christmas and a fucking Merry New Year. And we will see you on the flip side, motherfuckers. Indeed, we will. That's good. Um, it was good. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as I said earlier on in the pod, within the new year, we're going to be setting up our Patreon. We'd like to get our, uh, our guests, our listeners, on for the podcast. Those people that listen regularly, um, to bring a question or a query or a band that they want to talk about in depth and maybe you could be a star of the podcast mm. you could be chris Toire. chris Toire. chris Toire. in fact no matter what your name dry. is chris dry chris dry no matter what your name is you're going to be language. you're going to be chris dry so <laughs> Uh, we'd love to get you on the podcast. If you can email us, Instagram us, Twitter, whatever, get in touch. Say, I'd love to be involved in the pod. And uh, in the new year, we will make a schedule and we will get you on um, to talk about, well, the shit that we talk about. Bullshit. Well, yeah, it is bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we talk so much shit. Yeah, we do. We do. Anyway, namaste. Merry Christmas. Shit the fucking bollocks. <laughs> and as we say here, at the end of every episode of Stoneboard Crazy. I love your mom, she good. Spicy. I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>